Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from us. What's happening, Gordon? Jake, I've just been sitting over here talking to you because I haven't talked to you all weekend. And so I'm just over here just shooting the breeze and all of a sudden Austin says, uh, fellas, essentially we got a go. radio show to do. We're, we're doing something here. Yeah. No, you and I. You and I both got the opportunity to play golf over the weekend, so we were swap, swapping golf stories yeah. together. No, okay, because we were about to have a show fight. No, 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 separately. We but, said whatever you do, don't call Austin. But I don't get to play as much now that I've got a newborn, uh, and <laughs> yeah. so I was really excited to get out. And this is the first weekend you got out and played golf in a while too. So two we were, years. We were swapping golf stories. Two years it had been. So and you said it, it was a little bit rusty, but felt all right. Yeah, good shots, bad shots. You know, inconsistent and playing in the rain. But uh, but at least I didn't have soreness. And really, to be completely candid, that's the first time I played since I had my bike wreck, and and it uh, and I was okay. I that's mean, good. Yeah, and I was with good friends that I hadn't seen in a long time. So yeah, I had a good time. I hear you played as well. Yeah, I did. Played and with you family. Played how would you rank it on your normal scale of scoring? Oh, not t- terrific. It's okay. I had a ninety-one at Bonneville. It's not. I mean, and what would terrible. be? What would you typically do I mean, uh, on a decent I, day? I'm feeling good if I'm in the eighties. Yeah, you know? all right. That's that's about the neighborhood. So I wasn't that far off. It's not that bad. Were you hitting bombs? Uh, I hit a couple of good drives. Did you? I hit a couple of really bad drives. <laughs> There's a couple of holes at Bonneville that, uh, not that anybody really cares about any of this, but there are a couple <laughs> of holes at, at Bonneville that get me. Like, I, I really like that course, but there are some some holes that notoriously have uh, made me struggle. Which is the hole at Bonneville that has a power line going across it? Across it? I don't know. Uh, do you know what, what I'm talking about? No. I got the wrong golf course. Oh. Anyway, I hit it once. Okay. Wherever it is. I, that that one hole by Coach Mike's that goes down the hill and you uh-huh. have the blind second shot or whatever and that green is is just brutal to to get it to stay, that one gets me every time. <laughs> okay, you know what that hole always reminds me of. Okay, for those of you not familiar with with Bonneville, Austin, Coach Mike's is a tennis facility. You familiar with that? You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Uh, well, anyway, there. Oh, ten- I know what tennis is. Yeah, there are tennis courts right next to the hole, but not down far. They're kind of close to the tee box. And uh, I saw our guy, David Randolph James, (laughs) 
just caught it off the toe and got under it, right? Uh-huh. And dumped it right into a tennis lesson. <laughs> <laughs> like right into a tennis lesson. And I he yelled, but it didn't translate, I don't think, to the tennis lesson people because you know they're playing tennis, not golf. Sure. And and we're we're quite surprised when that ball dropped down out of nowhere. <laughs> See, I think you haven't really played golf until you've knocked a ball into the tennis courts or on top of a building or on the roof of a house. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I look, I've never had a house on a golf course. Um, I've had a house near a golf course, but never on a golf course. Oh. And, and I just assume uh. that that go, comes with the territory. Golf balls coming through your yard. That's, I hit one into the freeway once, and that really scared me. <laughs> Because I was listening for the the auto accident that I caused, Ooh. and yeah, it didn't it didn't happen. I've got a friend who lives uh, their backyard on a golf course, Hunk, and their dad <laughs> thinks it's funny to sit out there on Saturday afternoons and wait for a ball to enter their yard and then pretend to hit him. Just that, go lay down next funny. to it and like he's unconscious. It's pretty. Funny. I hit one into somebody's. Oh, that's, that's that's hilarity. It there. is. It is funny. I hit one into somebody's yard and there were they were like back there, uh, recreating or whatever you know doing. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> Roasting up on the grill or something? Uh, something. I don't know. Roasting and, and recreating? I, uh, <laughs> anyway, I hit it into their backyard, and they couldn't have been nicer. Like, it happens all the time. They're like, here you go. Tossed it back to me. Really? Like, hey, have a nice day. Wow, that's surprising. Like, you think they would be tired of that? I, I knocked a guy off a picnic table once. Yeah. Playing golf or just in general? <laughs> it was a dog leg right, and I tried to cut the corner. And there happened to be a picnic area there. I, what this guy was doing on the on the picnic table, I have no. I think he was imbibing. How did it knock him off? It knocked him right what off. Are you the Superman? Table. It couldn't have been that hard. Did, did well, I he, hit him in the head? Oh, well, did yeah. he sue you? Because that's what I would have done. Especially <laughs> knowing it was you. I'd are you litigious? Like, You're responsible for any damage that golf ball. It says it right there on every course. <laughs> well, that's a bogus rule, you know. Not really. Hey, hey, if you don't want, don't be near the golf course if you don't want to get hit by a ball. I, I mean, that, again, I cut a wide berth. <laughs> Playing golf. Yeah. So now it's not enough to cut, you know, to have just the golf course, but now everything around it has to be off limits. Yeah, I'd too. say that doesn't I'd make say any about, sort of sense. No, I'm saying about 300 yards on each side. No. <laughs> <laughs> the way I view it. Yeah. All right. Well, we do have some football to talk about. We do, a lot. Yeah. You want to you dive into it? Yeah, let's nope. do it. It's time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. First and goal? No, they said it was third down. It doesn't matter. Algier powers his way in. Touchdown, BYU. The fumble on the kickoff, and three plays later, the Cougars have the first six points. From the pistol, Algier's going to pitch it back to Pau, back to Hall. Hall throwing deep, wide open. End zone, touchdown! Romney! Some brilliant play calling on this drive. 34 yards, BYU back ahead. So on first down, now another play fake, and again trying to get away. Stays alive and throws a pick! Threw it right to the defender! Down the sideline, Merlin Robertson is going to be tracked down from behind, and the ball comes out! 
Algier. Tyler Algier chased him down and not only tackled him, he stripped it. And then it was the quarterback, Jaron Hall, who followed the play and hustled down and fell on the football. Gordon, BYU victorious on Saturday night, 27-17 over the Arizona State uh, Sun Devils. That play from Tyler Algier, uh, is that that's going to be one that lives on right there. You don't, you don't see a play like that every day. That's one of the best football plays I've ever seen yeah. in my life. I mean, what a play. Tyler Algier, that, just watching what he did on that play tells you an awful lot about the kid. I mean, he, first of all, anytime there's a turnover like that. Like that? Like that? Everybody... On the offense, usually, you know, just sags a little. Like, a oh, crap. And yet, he, he he even got blocked on it. If you watch the replay, he got blocked. But he shed the block and took off running and just chased him down. You saw it. And then, the, the what was that? The Thunder God play. He soars through the air, hammers the ball loose from behind. Uh, that, that was unbelievable. So, freaking believable. Of course, uh, Austin and I were chatting about this before the show, and Austin said, uh, you know, there were a lot of comparisons to the the Remember the Titans play. I, you know, what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the DK Metcalf chase down. Oh yeah, uh, was that last year or yeah. the year before? I, mean, I think it was last year. Where it looked like a video game. He was closing the gap so quickly, and he had the stride reminded yeah. me of it, where he's got the those arms cranking, and he just looks like he's playing. He's just on a different plane yeah. as a human being. Uh-huh. That's what it reminded me of, where you're like, wow, I thought Arizona, these Arizona State guys are supposed to be fast, right? Because he's making, it, 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 I told Austin, it looked like a 10th grader playing football against 7th graders <laughs> <laughs> and chasing them down because he looked bigger, faster, and then to just make that athletic play where he just punched that out. It, it, it didn't look like, it didn't look like it was real. Yeah. It it really it didn't it looked like Tecmo Super Bowl. Well, I, I'm watching it, you know, and I I see I see what's happening, and I'm going, oh, he's going to catch him, and then I'm like, what? The ball's loose, <laughs> and then Jaron Hall falls on it. He's yeah. like, all right, that was that was remarkable. Yeah, that was unbelievable, and good for BYU, man. I mean, Tyler Algier showed a little something. Of course, he is a former linebacker. That helps, sure. But he must have been a fast linebacker because <laughs> he, he covered a lot of territory certainly there. Certainly had some speed on that play. Yeah. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, Obviously the play of the game right there. Yeah. That may be the Baylor-Romney pass at the end, but there were a bunch of them for BYU. And Arizona State, I mean, I was texting PK during the game, and it, it was just like, <laughs> he's like, I, I'm sort of bewildered by what I'm seeing. And he's like, have you been watching this team for the past 30 years? <laughs> yeah, PK will tell you to expect yeah. it. So he it went was, to Thunderbird High. He did. We found that out last uh, week. But, uh, but anyway, I, I just 16 penalties. Some of them were declined. So, um, and, and four turnovers like that. I mean, I, that's a fairly talented team. I, I think it's a talented team. But they uh, really struggled with themselves. And it's like I always say, Jake, and I don't know whether you agree with a me or not. A great man once said? No. I just, uh, 
that it, when a team makes a bunch of mistakes, oftentimes it's because the opponent they are playing is is forcing them or nudging them in that direction. In this case, it was not only BYU, but 61,000 of their best friends in the crowd making all kinds of Yeah, noise. quite the environment. Yeah. It was a great game. I mean, BYU played well. Uh, I'm with you. Arizona State got in their way a bunch. Jaden Daniels didn't impress, I didn't think. Um, he did early on. Right, but. I mean, had what do you have? Uh, yeah, 265 yards. And he had, like, what, 170 of them in the first half or yeah. something? But when they after they made the turnover on the opening kickoff and BYU scored, then Arizona State showed a little something early on, the way they moved the ball down the field. But at that point, I thought, man, BYU might be in trouble. But they adjusted and and uh, took advantage of what they could and won the freaking game. And the what defense played well. Yeah. I mean, BYU, it's not like they're playing FCS schools, you know? Arizona State, 19th in the country. Well, they're 3-0 against the Pac-12 South. Yeah. So they deserve a lot of credit for what's happening. And I know some people are saying, oh, well, they're playing home games, essentially. Even the game in Vegas was a home game. So what? They've played three Pac-12 teams and won every one of them. Well, two and a half Pac-12 teams. Are you going to rip Arizona like that? Well, they're really bad. Yeah, it's almost surprising that BYU didn't beat Arizona by more. Yeah, Arizona lost to Northern oh, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> not off, not off to a good start. Well, we'll we'll get into the pac 12s shortcomings, and there are many. <laughs> that was the first uh, time Northern had beaten Arizona since I think I read 1932 or something oof. like that. So that's rough. Wonder yeah. if Greg Hansen made it through the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, what would Greg say about what happened over the weekend? You think I, I, I have a feeling it wouldn't be uh, complimentary in any way, shape, or form. They really uh, got himself in a mess. I mean, it's a sinking ship. You'll see. You'll see on on Saturday. I'm not just being negative. It, this is going to be a really bad season. Well, it's looking that way, Greg. Looking that way, bud. <laughs> uh, I, I just. I have to look this up to to confirm it. Again, we'll get into the bad day for the Pac-12. But did you see that Colorado only mustered 63 yes. yards of offense? How is that even possible? You should accidentally get more than 63 yards of offense. 60 minutes of football? Six, what? 63 yards. Ooh. Hey, that's a yard a minute. <laughs> Imagine sitting down and watching that game. 63 yards. Jeez. Um, I've, but heard, Arizona, I've, heard, I've heard of going yard before, but Arizona not one State at a time. is is better than uh, than Arizona and better than Colorado. This was a good win for BYU. It was. I, and hey, they made mistakes and BYU capitalized. And this uh, seems to be a team that's got a little bit of an it, an it factor to it, where they're going to go and they're going to play hard. And now they're riding high with some confidence and. Um, you know, a, a difficult chunk of their schedule is in the rearview mirror. So. I like the way you said that, Jake, because both against Utah and against Arizona State, BYU uh, gets the ball. They're trying to close the thing out. They get the ball with, what, six minutes to play against Utah. It was with nine minutes to play. And in both cases, they churn down the field. And it's not like BYU had been running the ball all that effectively, but it was on that last drive, it was runs because they didn't want to turn the ball over. And they just pounded it down the field. And Jaron Hall is a gifted, gifted football player. And then he gets the uh, the wind knocked out of him, as he said. 
And Baylor Ronley trots in and throws that pass. And that was a dangerous pass. I mean, that guy, <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of play that if you don't put the ball exactly where it needs to be, the defender picks it off and uh, scampers 100-plus yards for a touchdown. And But he put the ball where it needed to be. Isaac Rex makes the nice catch, and game over. Some bad news today, and uh, we'll get to um, we'll get to uh, Kalani Sataka's press conference coming up a little bit later on in the show. Some highlights from it, uh, but uh, linebacker Keenan Peely tore his ACL. Yeah. He is done for the season, and he is a good player. He That's is. tough. A lot of what do you have? Like seventeen tackles or something? Yeah, and he's good. He's he's uh, yeah. That football football can be a tough sport. And they've got some depth at the linebacker position from a from a team standpoint. But I mean, if he's not the best player on the defense, he's pretty darn close. He's a good player. There's yeah. no doubt about that. And BYU had some other injuries. Kalani talked about the depth of the team afterward. Well, they're going to need it. Yeah. But to have your second string quarterback come in and and free, win the game for you uh, is. Uh, that's a testament to uh, you're doing something right. And BYU is going to have to dig a little deeper to uh, continue on. They're favored by, what, by 23 points this weekend against South Florida? Against the Bulls. And then the following Friday, they get Utah State, who's surprising everyone. How shout about out, the shout Aggies? Shout out to the Aggies, really. In a wild one. Who thought this would happen? I mean, go Aggies! Blake Anderson you got to give him a lot of credit. He brought in a lot of some all these transfers and whatnot, and it has energized that team, and uh, it's it's impressive. Uh, and you know we don't talk about the Aggies probably as much as we should. My goodness, they're off to a fantastic start. Well, and we and we can get into the Aggies a little bit more. But when when he was hired, you and I talked about it. And we didn't know a ton about him, and and you know different part of the country and all of that. But I think you and I both liked the fact that he was an energetic guy. Yeah. And I remember our conversation about it because we talked whether uh, coaches nowadays need to be energetic, and the is the stoic coach a thing of the past. And and uh, it was I I thought it was an interesting conversation. But his energy certainly translates. On the field, in a kind of a, I'm trying to, best way to put this, positive in a, way, in a, but in an overachieving way. Does uh, that make sense? And sure. I'm, I'm trying not to insult uh, the Aggies. I, I really am because they, they obviously brought in some good players, but they've got this, this kind of, this energy that I think gets them to play hard and believe. And I mean, I guess it factor. We're talking all about all these touchy feely words, but you know, go out and play a good football game and go win it. You know, and I I think you can see that in this Utah State team. I, I didn't I, think I, they I, I didn't think they'd beat Air Force. Yeah, and they were down for a lot of the yeah. game, and by not just a couple points, they uh, stormed back from double digit deficits. And uh, then they get uh, some really nice contributions, both on offense and defense, although points are being scored left and right. But but I'm telling you right now, that Justin Rice, I mean, he was named Mountain West Conference Defensive Player of the Week. Good for him, man. An interception in the end zone, uh, f- like 14 tackles, and the, he caused the fumble that essentially gave the game to, to uh, Utah State. That kind of performance tells you a lot about what's happening with that team. 
So did you see this? Uh, it said this from a tweet from Brett McMurphy that the Aggies against Boise State uh, on Saturday, the game is going to be on big CBS. Yeah. And it's the first time network, telev- uh, network TV has done a game from Logan. First time ever. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? How about that? More eyeballs are going to be like able that. to watch <laughs> Aggie football on Saturday than ever before. We'll see what happens. I was a little surprised they picked up the game, to be honest. But I could see for it, the Aggies. I could see it more if Boise State was off to a 3-0 and start or something. But uh, Boise has uh, had its, a little bit of struggles early on. So we'll see how that goes. That's a, that's a big game for the, for the Aggies. Um, yeah, so good for them. CBS coming to town. Rolling on in to Logan Town. That's great for the university. There's no doubt about that. All right, uh, let's uh, let's jump out to the zone phone. Joining us now, of course, uh, our good friend, Dr. Johnson, who's joining us from uh, Premier Wave, of course. Dr. Johnson, thanks for joining us once again. How are you? Good. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great, and uh, we're excited to help our listeners today because, you know, there's a lot out there about uh, uh, wave therapy to help with uh, ED, but you guys uh, have something extra special when it comes to this realm. Yeah, so there's a new ED uh, machine that just got FDA approved, and it's twice as effective as all the other ED machines out there because it penetrates five times as deep, so it can get some areas that the other machines couldn't. And it just gets great results. It's been studied up the wazoo, so to speak, for 10 years it took them to get through the FDA process. But we've got it now. We're the only one in Utah and one of six in the whole country, or actually world, whole world. And these are, are much more effective, right? They are. They're at least twice as effective. And in fact, I think they're going to be even more effective because we've actually gone and we signed a premier partnership with them to help them with improve their protocol. So we've already made some changes to make it even more effective. And it's because it's so powerful, it penetrates five times as deep as the other treatments. Well, Dr. Johnson, we know you're a big sports fan. You love helping out zone listeners and you usually show your appreciation with a good deal. Yeah, so for all the 1280 Zone listeners, we're going to give them $300 off if they mention 1280 Zone. But for those who've tried other treatments and did not have the success or the response they want, we believe so much in this new technology that we will give everyone half off of our treatments if they come and switch to us. Wow, awesome. All right, here's the number, 385-360-WAVE. That's 385-360-9283. You can also jump online at premierwave.com. That's premierwave.com. Doctor, we appreciate you and uh, look forward to uh, hearing from you throughout the show. Yeah, take care. I'll talk to you later. All right, there you go. Uh, PremierWave.com or 385-360-WAVE, 385-360-WAVE. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes open up Pac-12 play as they welcome in Washington State for an early start. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 1030 with the postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. Ah! From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Cougars at 30 update 3-0 and BYU after a win on Saturday against Arizona State. Here is Tyler Algier talking about his touchdown saving force fumble. Literally right when the interception, me and Puka ended up hitting each other. That literally slowed us down, and then literally I just freaking hauled butt, tried to do it, and then tried to strip it, and thankfully it was successful. So trying to do my part, literally anyone would have done it, but well, I, was, I was the one that did it. So I don't think that anybody could have done it. <laughs> There's like five people on the planet that could have. I mean, that was quite the Me, point. him, and, and, and DK. Uh, Right. Uh, Julius from uh, Remember the Titans. And PK. DJ, DK and PK. <laughs> this update brought to you by Zero Res. They're here to get you on track with a, an A-plus in carpet cleanliness. Their patented process cleans your carpets without soaps, shampoos, or harsh chemicals. This effective process leaves, leaves zero att- dirt-attracting residue behind so your carpets stay cleaner longer. Schedule your cleaning today, 801-288-9376, or book online, ZeroResSaltLake.com, or up north, it's ZeroResDavisWeber.com. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. It's an early start for the Aggies as they square off against Boise State and Logan. Hear all the play-by-play action on the Zone Sports Network, beginning with a pregame show Saturday morning at 9. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Down, selected by Johnny Lightfoot, and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts for the latest tour news and artist insight. Go to LiveNation.com. Uh, want to remind you, the Better Life 20th Anniversary Tour with Three Doors Down is coming to USANA Amphitheater September 7th with a special guest, Seether. Tickets on sale at LiveNation.com. I don't think that date is right. Because we are giving away tickets today. And I don't think we'd give away tickets to a concert that happened. <laughs> I was told the Google Doc is the Bible and to read from the Google Doc. So that's what we're doing. Well, maybe we should Google uh, when that concert is actually, actually taking place. <laughs> uh, but if uh, if you uh, listen and win the Chevy Strong play of the game today, coming up at 450, uh, you're going to get three doors down tickets. So that's... So hopefully you're listening this morning to DJ and PK at 8.50 and uh, uh, are listening again at 4.50. By the way, my uh, uh, my dear wife, Austin, agrees with you uh, about that song, liking that song. And she says, excellent band of the day choice. And she says, I love that song you just played. 
Yeah, and, and I don't necessarily think it's the greatest song ever written, or they're, they're the greatest band, but there's there's certain songs you hear and a lot of memories. Attached are, to the yeah. memories. What, uh, like what? Oh, just, you know, transitive summers, uh, you know, a time Tra- in your life transitive? when, yeah, you when things change for you, and, and, and just certain memories stick out in your brain. You know, when your first dog dies... You, you, or, or when the other first. You know, you know what this Jeez. sounds like to me? You know what this sounds like Gotta to me? Got to talk about a dog dying. <laughs> this is... Uh, <laughs> like that? This is little uh, Lucy. Daisy. Sounds to me like Austin may have fallen in love that summer. No, that's a word for it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let's talk about uh, the Utes, Gordon. You were predicting a big win. Not so much. Did yeah, I say a big win? Yeah, you were. They, that was the theme of the show on Friday. You a were big ta- win. You were talking about how they were going to pound them and everything was going to be I fine. I didn't say that. I said San Diego State's a good team, and they are. But I was surprised that the Utes did not handle their business in that game. What a game! What a crazy game! What the heck was going on there? Utes uh, struggling on offense at times. And, well, uh, isn't it interesting, honestly, that they they put in a new quarterback and all of a sudden they start to move the football? So here's a question. You know how they sort of sped it up a little bit because they needed to? Uh, do you think that uh, that the, the – did, did you talk the anchor out with Charlie Brewer in the game? Um, no. Okay. Just thought I'd ask you. You uh, you think that uh, he was not playing well because the coaches were doing something? Is that I, what you're getting I'm, at? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that things changed. A lot of things changed when Cam Rising came in the game. And, not, and it wasn't just the quarterback that changed. But uh, I'm not sure. You know, I was thinking about you on this, Jake, because I'm not quite sure what Utah is offensively. And this is something that i got to give you credit. You hit that hard before the season started that you thought that they should pound the rock. And they don't seem to be very capable of doing that. Uh, well, they certainly struggled in that regard against that particular defense. And San Diego State's defense, I mean, you would expect with the coaches they have on that staff that they would be fairly you know, proficient defensively. Well, they gave the Utes an awful lot of different looks. Well, that's why I was uh, I was saying last week that San Diego State, the way they play, yeah. was a bad matchup for Utah at this particular time because it's a it's a tough team to fix the problems that they had against BYU against. Well, they don't know who to block. <clears throat> the all line is a big problem, and maybe Charlie Brewer was part of that problem because I don't think he handles pressure particularly well. Maybe he was holding on the ball uh, quite a bit, but <clears throat> the amount of plays that we saw San Diego State in the lap of the running back. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you can barely make the handoff. Uh huh. So, do you blame the offensive line? Do you blame the running backs? Do you think where would you rate the talent or the the, the uh, efficiency in performance? How are you divvying up that blame if you're looking for some? I think a lot of it has to go to the offensive line. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. And I, I th- hey, by the way, shout out to Nick Ford who jumped on with DJ and PK. Joins them weekly, and sometimes 
Um, Gordon, over the years, you've seen this. Athletes don't uh, exactly love jumping on the radio after a tough loss. And you could tell he was not uh, thrilled about life at the moment. That, yep. uh, But it, it was a really, really good interview. I would encourage people to go back and, and give a listen. You can you can hear kind of how the team is feeling through through this Nick Ford interview. And he, he, was, uh, he was really, really good. But, you know. The O line has got to be better. It has that they can't. I mean, they've got to score points. And the good news for the Utes, it looks like the rest of the league is probably going to stink too. So that's <laughs> probably not the worst thing in the world, as they have not lost a conference game yet. But there, there's, they've got issues offensively. Always looking for the light in the distance, aren't you? Good news is the Pac-12 sucks. The league is really bad. So, did did we mention Colorado got 63 yards of, of forward progression? We mentioned that in the last segment. So, you know, oh not all is lost for the Utes because the, comp- the competition. The South. Is, what happened there? The North was already stinky. Like it's, you know, the Utes will probably be fine because they've got some games starting this week with Washington State where they can work on some stuff against some competition that's not quite so good. And I'm with you. San Diego State's a, a good football team. That was a bad matchup for Utah, and that yeah. was a tough game for them. But the, the O-line's going to have to figure it out. And then I, I think you go with rising, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I think you do. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not the type of uh, sports radio guy that closes the book on quarterbacks quickly because I think that that can do a disservice to, to a team, if you're wrong, you better be darn sure. You right. Know? But sometimes there are other factors involved, and that's what I was hinting out before. But uh, we'll see. I mean, Cam Rising came in and gave the Utes a lift. We'll see how it goes from here. You know, we'll hear some of what Kyle Whittingham said later in the show uh, when he uh, spoke to folks today. But one thing that he said that stood out to me a little bit is he said the defense has an identity and the offense doesn't. Well, the offense may not have an identity, but the defense is getting beat in ways that I would not have expected. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's this team's issue, though. Maybe, well, maybe it's I, not its I, biggest I, issue. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I shouldn't give the you know benefit of the doubt is a funny thing, right? I mean, you, you were giving the Utes a fair amount of benefit of the doubt last week, and you weren't alone in that, by the way. But it, it's kind of funny. I don't give the Ute offense the benefit of the doubt. I give the UB defense the benefit of the doubt. They'll they'll tape it together and figure it out and do all those sorts of things as long as they don't get beat physically like they did against BYU, which was weird. But I don't think that. But they uh, were giving up yardage on the ground that I didn't expect. Yeah, so maybe maybe I shouldn't give the defense the benefit of the doubt, but I kind of am. I think Utah's biggest issue is on offense. They don't have a star. Um, I don't. I mean, we'll see what kind of quarterback Cam Rising can turn in can turn into. The O line is is issue number one. Makai um, Bernard, I was trying to tell you last week, I like him. He's a good player, but I don't think he's a home run hitter yeah. like Ty Jordan was. They they wide receivers continue to be an issue. The tight ends are the the best group on the field offensively for Utah. So I guess maybe they get creative on how best to exploit that. But I don't I don't know how they fix. I mean, do you th- would you predict this Utah offense said to add any point this year to be dynamic? Well, uh, based well, on what you've seen, I, I'm not going to close the book on that yet. Uh, I, but certainly, that you've uh, you've circled the right problem with the Utes thus there, far this you, year. It, speaking of lacking of identity, Utah is the like most finesse run team in history. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I've been telling you this for a long time, too. Just turn into the spin and go into a pro-style offense, get as many linemen as you possibly can on the field, and run it down their throat. None of this zone read stuff anymore, well, yeah, and the zone blocking stuff. Just get out there and run over the other team. Can you do that, though? Well. They might not be able to do that, either. Well, based on the offensive line we're watching right now, yeah, yeah, yeah I hear you. But I'm not – I don't know. I Utah – they don't have an identity. Whatever that identity needs to be, maybe rational minds could have a debate on that. But it, this ain't it. I'm with, I'm I'm with you on that. I thought it was a candid admission by uh, Kyle Whittingham to say talent on the team is not the problem. Well, if that's not the problem, then what is the problem? It's either the mental side of the game from the players, or it's the coaches haven't properly organized this group. Well, see, here's here's the big problem with talking up your team constantly like they're going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread is when it doesn't go that way. It's the coach. Well, well what, what is exactly? It's going to backfire. What's what's supposed to do? Come out and say, oh, yeah, I was lying to you all summer. <laughs> and uh, really, we have no talent on this team. No, like, but he's he not going to say that. But he doesn't have to underscore the fact that they've got talent. I mean, he was pointing the finger pretty much at him and his staff. And, and I have to give him credit for that. At least he didn't say we're young, which is usually <laughs> the direction coaches go when they're underachieving. Yeah. Whether it's I've true heard or that not. a lot through the years. But uh, <laughs> they but, were but, they were real young three out of Gary Croton's four years at BYU. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was when they were working on the highway the freeway. And I remember going down there, seeing all those orange barrels on the road, and then I'd go into Lavelle Edwards Stadium and see that uh, there were orange barrels all over the field, but uh, I, I, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, like you said, essentially, the Pac-12 is not great. The Utes have not played a Pac-12 game yet, so maybe they can put this thing together, and maybe they can do some damage because the other teams in the league look extremely vulnerable right now. Well, let's talk about that next. And the quarterback play around the yeah. league is really down. It's, uh, yeah. I wanted to make a Keaton Slovis I, joke I, there, I, I but was I, you know what, it. I'm not going to. Hey, man, not... Jackson Dart, that kid Hey, save freaking... it for the next, oh, oh. The, easy. Save easy, it for Coach the next... McBride. Corner Canyon, <laughs> woo! Want to remind you about our friends at Soundsleep Medical. Do you snore at night? Are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Soundsleep Medical can improve your life. Visit SoundsleepMedical.com. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Time to bring in Nick Ford, the Youth Center. For you guys who've been around, you used to be in 3-0 at this point in the season. It's been a long time since you weren't. How different does it feel now as you start conference play basically to not be 3-0? We're pissed off for greatness. It's not something, you know, you can sit here and dwell on because it will um, topple everything over. And looking at it the way we're looking at it, we know our mistakes. We know what we have to fix. We know what we have to get done. And we still have an opportunity to turn everything around. You know, there's still nine games of conference play. We're 0-0 zero zero right now as we see it. That's why I said the team is very uh, optimistic right now and willing right now because we see what we have in front of us. We understand what just happened, and we understand that we cannot continue to let that happen. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's a 50 update here on the big show. Here's Coach Witt asked about what led him to make the change of quarterback. Well, we only had, uh, I think, 90 yards at halftime and no scores, offensive scores. And we had the punt return, obviously, but, but no touchdowns offensively. And, and we needed a spark. We were looking for something. And, and uh, we got an excellent quarterback in Cam Isaac, who's the number two guy. And why not give him a shot? He's worked hard in practice as hard as anybody else. He's prepared himself the right way. I had no doubt in my mind that he was ready to play because uh, that's the type of kid he is. And I thought, given the circumstances, he deserved that opportunity. This update brought to you by Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Whether it's a classic Rickster, Killer, Handsome Rob, Pastrami, Fajita, a killer breakfast burrito, and don't forget the best shoestring fries out there. Marley's Gourmet Sliders will satisfy any hunger just off I-15 inside Timpanogos Harley-Davidson. That is Marley's. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Utes kick off Pac-12 play with a battle against the Washington State Cougars. Your home for the best coverage of Ute football is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. right and we're promoting a concert that happened two weeks ago yes yes. it's a big show we're gonna write a book one day all right (laughs) corrections and retractions we will not be giving away three doors down tickets for uh, Chevy Strong play the game at 450 because you know the concert happened two weeks ago (laughs) two weeks ago tomorrow can we can we, uh, can we uh, rewind the clock? Oh. Wow. So anyway, we got, we got a new We could still give the tickets away. If we could. Are the they coming stub. Are they coming back next year? <laughs> I mean for this concert that's already happened. Uh, if you want a collector's uh, yeah, if item. You, and if you win the ticket, then uh, you, you go home and you you Google <laughs> you just look up the music and play it. And pretend you're there. <sighs> Nothing like reading a liner where you, yeah. this has happened plenty of times in my uh, career now where you're reading a liner and you, you're thinking to myself, am I crazy or has that date already passed? <laughs> <laughs> I should have proofread the copy. <laughs> am I taking crazy pills or it was September 7th a while ago? <laughs> <laughs> it's right around the corner. Yeah, it's the 13 <laughs> days ago, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, man. Should we change the band of the day? 
Oh, jeez. No, no, let's let's keep it going. It was a, <laughs> it was a popular choice. Oh, boy. Tanner Mangum's going to join the show at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Stay tuned for that. Uh, real quick. That is unless he joined us two weeks ago. <laughs> real quick, Gordon, because time is uh, is a bit of a factor. Time is a little crazy what right was now, the, yeah. What was the worst loss for the Pac-12 over the weekend? Oh, man. Had to be Arizona against Northern Arizona, right? Yeah, I think you, I would go there. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Uh, you look at Colorado losing to Minnesota 30-0 to zero and only getting 63 yards. That That's got to be up pathetic, there. Yeah. Uh, Fresno State might not be a bad team, but we thought UCLA was a good team. Yeah. So that's a pretty lo- rough loss. So there are your, kind of your candidate. Not and then Utah the San Diego scores, State. but uh, LSU, I, mean, I don't know how they lose to the team at Fresno State. Just and remember, Fresno gave USC issues. Or, or was it or, No, it was Oregon, not USC. It was Oregon issues yeah, in, that's uh, right. in week number uh-huh. one. Um, and then Washington State got thumped by USC. Uh, your darling Keaton Slovis goes out of the game. <laughs> In comes Corner Canyon's own Jackson Dart, who finished the game with 391 yards and four touchdowns. He was slinging it, man. It's a freshman record. He was Is he going to Wally Pip your guy? Yes. Yeah, Keaton's I, transferring. I, I would start him. Wouldn't you? He was After pretty good against. After performance like that? Pretty good against uh, the Cougs. But Cougs. it's like you say, you got to be careful because was it a fluke or right. was it closing you, the you book change on the quarterback? It and then you bring him back, whatever. You can't do it. Jackson Dart, wow. So they say Keaton Slovis will be healthy this weekend, but this week he and Jackson are going to have a quarterback battle to be the starter. Wow. I don't don't I don't know if it's that much of a battle there. Sure didn't look like it. Not it didn't look like it over the weekend. Weren't they down fourteen to nothing when he came in? 14 blip, yep. This is why you don't write a column after one game predicting somebody's going to win well, the I'm Heisman. <laughs> I didn't, first of all, I didn't predict that. I'll stop it. Oh, I hope they don't close the book on Slovis because I continue <laughs> to want to make that joke. You've only been making it for two years now. I think it's three. <laughs> Wasn't it that next week they lost to BYU? Yes. Yeah, but they were playing the number two draft pick this year. He looked good this weekend. He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of corner canyon quarterback, <laughs> I'll give it and take it. J-E-T-S sucks, sucks, sucks. <laughs> How's Kevin doing? Should we call Kevin? I told you that going to the Jets was going to be the worst thing possible uh, for it him. It sure looks like it. Wow. Wow. The Should Jets. We call Kevin. I, we need to get his response. Longtime well, Jets fan. All suffering. Right. Long time, long suffering. We're uh, hanging out with our friends from uh, Premier Wave today. So joining the show now, she is Janica with us here on The Big Show. Hi, Janica. Welcome back. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? Hey, we are doing terrific. And, uh, you know, this is kind of a sensitive topic when you're talking about ED and something a lot of guys uh, aren't necessarily eager to to talk about. And you guys go at great lengths to make sure your, your patients are comfortable because you can really help change their life. Yeah, absolutely. We take every measure to make sure people feel comfortable. Uh, Yeah, like you said, it's a difficult conversation people have, and um, we make every effort to help them feel comfortable and discuss their needs and figure out what's the best treatment option and how to move forward with treatment. So, yeah, really making an effort to help them feel comfortable and you know, it, it's not just one person in a relationship, too. I'm sure you interact with a lot of uh, spouses and partners that are pretty uh, excited about the treatments as well. 
Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's um, it's, it's beneficial for both uh, partners, and we also have the vaginal rejuvenation treatments on the women's side, so we can actually do treatments for both the men and the women. And you've got a great deal going on uh, today for Zone listeners. Uh, $300 off a series of treatments on uh, the new FDA-approved shockwave machine. I know you guys are excited about that because nobody else has it, right? Yeah, we're thrilled. We are the first ones in uh, the area here, and there's only like six in the nation. So, um, yeah, we're thrilled to have this opportunity to have this premier uh, machine and do the treatments that we do. PremierWave.com, that is the website. You can also call them, get on the schedule, 385-360-WAVE. That's 385-360-9283. Janica, thank you very much. Thank you. More Big Show coming up next. Tanner Mangum joins us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. BYU welcomes South Florida to Lavelle Edwards Stadium this Saturday. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game. And then catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 6. With the postgame show starting immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.